Hi, Jennifer. Mrs. Jewel, I'm ready. Hi, Brian. So, one day we're going to, like, really play with this app and do an intro and all that cool stuff that professional people do. But not yet. I'm still figuring this out on my cell phone as we drive down the road because that's when we have time to ourselves. Yes. So, the last episode we did, which I just put up, we're going to try to do these once a week on the weekends while we're traveling, but, um... Yeah, we're going to try to be on a regular schedule with this, but it just hasn't happened yet. Speaking of last weekend, the what I want to talk about, you were asking me before this if I had a topic idea in mind, and I actually do. Um, in the last episode, you kind of promoted some of the shops you like to frequent. What I would like to talk about now is art and artists, and oh. something very interesting that happened to us this past weekend. Oh. What was one of your favorite artists? Oh my gosh, okay, so... Um, one of my very favorite artists that is not like I don't know when, when, when people think of artists a lot of times they think of the classical artists that were in the centuries way before you know um, gosh now I can't think of any Renaissance uh, Renaissance um, Michelangelo Michelangelo Leonardo uh, da Vinci. Da Vinci. All the yeah, Teenage there's... Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right, all the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> all the Ninja Turtles and uh, the ones in the 20th century, Salvador Dali and Picasso um, and others. Paul Klee is one of my favorites. Um, I believe he's Dutch. Um, but a lot of folks, they don't remember that there are so many local artists that are on the same talent caliber as the classics are. And one of the things, if, if you guys don't know this about me, I am a huge, huge supporter of small business and local artists. Um, I, I really am. And as Brian mentioned, last... It was uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah, because yes. we were both off last week. Mm-hmm. Um, last Friday, we went to Oxford, and uh, we were going to be procuring a painting from a different local artist, which I'll I don't we'll know talk much about, about yet. Right, later. right, I don't know much about the other local artists, but the one that we saw. Oh my gosh, I just. I get so starstruck when I see this person. So we were in the mystery bookstore called Mystery Loves Company. She used to be in Baltimore. She used to be in Baltimore on Eastern Avenue in Fells Point. I don't remember how long it's been since she... Um, sorry. I don't know how long it's been since she uh, came to Oxford, but she was in Fells Point for a really long time. And... We're in the bookstore and we're browsing and everything. And who should appear but... No, I'm not going to say Santa Claus. No. Eric Saylor. And you're probably like, well, who the heck is Eric Saylor? Well, Eric Saylor is an artist from Salisbury. Uh, He used to be a newspaper editor slash writer for uh, the local paper in Salisbury, Maryland. Uh, He's born and raised there, still lives there. And 
about, what, 10 years ago, he decided to uh, leave the newspaper business and become a serigraph artist. I don't know a lot about serigraph artists. I know that he takes a picture of something, usually a landmark on the eastern shore, and he creates the most beautiful artwork with that photo. Not the photo itself, but he like takes the photo and then he does what's called a serigraph. And again, I don't know how to describe it. It's just very colorful. You can completely see the photo within the serigraph. And we've been collecting his work because we love it so much. Mm -hmm. And there are many stores on the Eastern Shore that carry his work. Uh, the one that we get most of our uh, pieces from is the treasure chest. Because she carries prints, large prints, small prints, and postcards. And we started collecting the postcards, but we have expanded our collection. I think we have one small print of, uh, it's a seafood truck. And then we have another, a large uh, print of the town park in Oxford. And everything else we have are postcards. But he walked into the store to deliver uh, a few packages of postcards to the shopkeeper at the bookstore. And I saw him and my eyes just went real wide and lit up and I was like, Brian, Brian, Brian. Like I was quiet about it, but I was like, look, it's Eric Saylor. He's here. He's here in the bookstore. Oh my God. Like I was so excited to see him because we met him once before mm -hmm. at the treasure chest. He was, his wife he was with his wife that day and he was dropping stuff off to our friend Joan so that she could sell at the treasure chest. But that was the, f the first time we met him. And we told him just how much we loved his work, and because we do, and and uh, we were kind of fanboying about that because we didn't know what he looked like yes. and then, the first time. And Joan introduced him. She said, "Oh, hey guys, look, this is Eric Saylor and his wife, and, uh, and you know, fanboy, mm -hmm. fangirling, whatever." But the second time was just as equally star striking. If You're that's even just a word. equally starstruck, yes. Yeah. And he's a very nice guy, oh easy to gosh. talk to, get along with. And we made a new discovery that day due to his generosity, but I'm sure you'll get to that. I'll get to that. But we got to talking, and we ended up leaving the bookstore at the same time. Um, and we were walking down the sidewalk, just having a very easy conversation about how much we love the Eastern Shore. Uh, we were talking about Chincoteague, Virginia, because um, I haven't been there in a really long time, and he goes there uh, quite a bit, I think. Um, there's a bookstore in Chincoteague called Sundial that he uh, sells his work to. Um, he was telling us about the difference between St. Michael's and Oxford as far as... Um, there's not a lot of people in St. Michael's that carry his work. Uh, but there's more people around like Oxford and Cambridge that carry his work. And we just had the most wonderful conversation. He is the most down-to-earth, humble, just super nice person I think we've ever met and ever. And I had asked him when we saw him at the bookstore, I'm like, I don't know if you remember us. Uh, we met at 
you know, the treasure chest. And he's like, oh, you're the ones from Baltimore. I said, yes. He's like, yeah, of course I remember you. So that was really nice to, you know, because a lot of people, even if you meet a big celebrity several times, they're not always going to remember you. To us, he's a big celebrity because he has published work. So we were talking and all. And I had asked him, I had sent him a message about doing a serigraph of the Menhaden reel that is in Lewis. And I was telling him about all the uprising that was going on between some of the neighbors who wanted to have the Menhaden reel removed and the people that wanted to keep it. And they're still, over a year later, still fighting about that. And I thought if he were to do a serigraph and sell postcards or artwork of the Menhaden reel, it would draw attention to its beauty and the fact that it is a huge part of Lewis's history and that it should just stay where it is in the historic society complex. And I feel like the people that are telling the council to remove it because it's unsightly, they can go move because... Did he already do a serigraph of the Dolly sign? Yes, he's oh. done two of them. So that's another thing that they're fighting about is, is the sign of Dolly's in Rehoboth because they don't know what to do with it. Um, Dolly's, if you don't know, is no longer at one Rehoboth Avenue. It has um, closed and the sign is still there, but the building was bought by Grotto Pizza and the owner the, or the former tenant of the, the building, Mr. Ibach, who owns Dolly's, he turned his shop that was Ibox by the sea into uh, just Dolly's, but he's got a plastic sign because the other sign's too big to put on his roof. Anyway, point is, I wanted to tell Eric about the Menhaden reel, and he's like, well, we're going to Lewis soon. I will definitely go take a look at where it is. So it sounded like he was interested in that idea. And he, of course, is into preservation of um, history. And a lot of it, of course, is not being preserved, as, but it should be. Um, so people can really learn about their heritage. And it's important to know about your heritage, especially in the coastal towns. But we were starstruck, of course, again. And we were having just wonderful conversation with him. And then he was telling us about places to eat and he said that he thinks the best restaurant in town is the Oxford Market which is a grocery store it's a little mom and pop grocery store but they have a deli counter in the back that usually we're too in much of a hurry to go back there and look at it but he says that they had the best red crab soup on the eastern shore and, and he that's, was not wrong he was not wrong he said he believed in it so much, he pulled out his wallet, he gave Brian $5 to go over to the market and get a quart of this soup because he believed in it so much. So Brian walked over and got the quart of soup and we brought three spoons, but he couldn't stay because he had to keep making more deliveries. Um, we spent about 30 minutes, I think, with him all together, mm -hmm. but it was like the best 30 minutes ever. And we took the crab soup and went and sat in the park and we shared it. And it, 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 it probably, like, I don't 
normally order crab soup when I go out, but I would absolutely believe that that is probably the best crab soup on the Eastern shore, if I had to make a guess. But yes, Eric Sailor. So um, he has a Facebook page. His It's E-R-I-C-K, and his last name is S-A-H-L-E-R. Um, Eric Sailor Serographs on, on Facebook. Um, he has a website, too. Um, he is just brilliant and so super talented, and his artwork, we just absolutely love it. I wish we were doing kind of a video and not driving because I would yeah. be like flashing the postcards to <laughs> show you how wonderful the artwork is. His, um, what's your favorite piece of his? Oh, the one with the bench and just looking out at the park. The one at Town the, Park? The, the, the one at Town Park. Okay. That's just, I just like that one. I've always liked that one. I like the one that he did of the Robert Morris in. Because that's just an unusual place to begin with. Um, he has a couple of whimsical ones that are... Um, oh, he did a really great one. It's meant to mimic the Apple logo. But it's a piece of Scrapple. And it says Scrapple under it. But it's it's not the identical Apple font. But it's a similar Apple font. And it just says it's a piece of Scrapple instead of an Apple. And it, I love that one. I thought, I think that one's great. He just did one of the Lewis Dairy where it's, um, it's a milk bottle that has the little cow face on it. If you've ever been to Lewis, Delaware, they have a dairy or had a dairy down near the University of Delaware off of Pilot Town Road. And uh, their little logo was like a little, little smiley cow. But he did a serigraph of that. My favorite, I think, is the Oxford one where he's got all the signs. Mm -hmm. And he said he can't make that into a postcard because when you have all those little signs there of all the different things, he said the postcard, having it that small, you, you won't really be able to see You'll very to clearly see the what the signs are. So he has that, and that's going to be my next procurement. Oh, okay. We don't have that yet. I thought we had that. Okay. No, because they don't. He doesn't have it in postcard form. Oh, right. So I like the Hooper's Island one. Uh, he stood and took a photo of the bridge, which is very scary. And um, he just did that one. He just did one of the Assateague Life Saving Station, uh, the Lightship Overfalls, and Lewis. I got that one. When there last week um, I try to I try to keep up with his new releases as he does them on his Facebook page but check him out check out his Facebook page he's brilliant is the first word that comes to mind of course I just love his art I, I can't say enough wonderful things about him and he's super nice and very humble and just brilliant okay mm -hmm. <laughs> that's eric sailor um, yes is there anything else we want to talk about well, art or artist wise today you were talking about local artists uh, yes. um and the painting that you got me for <laughs> our our anniversary is coming up october 13th Yay, four and years you, and you, yes four years and you got me kind of an early um, anniversary present. Do you want to talk about that? You said you didn't know a lot about this artist, but do you want to talk about I, the artist and the painting and why yeah. that's significant? So I don't know a lot about this artist yet. I have her, uh, her name is Sarah Cook, and it's spelled K-O-C-H. And I have a few of her note cards that have uh, buoys on them 
like the ones you throw out with your crab pots. Um, I do have some of her artwork in that form, but when we were at the treasure chest one time, I don't even remember how long ago it was, but it's been a while, Brian saw a painting on the wall, and I'm not going to tell you how much the painting was. Yes, let's not say how much the painting uh, was. Let's just say that we, we consciously saved for it, so as not to cut off our noses, you know, with, you know, mm. They our, get the idea. Money. Yeah, you get the idea. It was an investment, let's put it that way. And um, it was this, uh, I guess, 8 by 10 oil. canvas oil. And it's a picture of people sitting on the patio next to the Robert Morris Inn. So if you've never been to the Robert Morris Inn, it's a very distinct building owned by Robert Morris, who a revolutionary or early 1800s, very important person. I, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. We I have don't to research history. Yeah. more. But he lived there and that was his home and uh, they turned it into an inn years ago. I've stayed in it for the first time when I was six and Brian, uh, I think first I told time. you this before, he, he, um, he was able to get a room for us for my birthday. So we stayed there. Uh, it looked exactly the same to me as it did when I was six. Um, but this building is painted a particular shade of yellow. And it's very distinctive, as Elliot would say. Mm. And a very distinctive shade of yellow. <laughs> and She's a huge Leverage fan, oh which I am too. Sorry, Christian Kane. Oh, anyway... So, Which, by the way, is Lindsay and, and Angel. What? Anyway, we're yeah. not going to get into that. Yeah. Go ahead. So, it's this very distinct yellow, and I think Sarah nailed the yellow. Yes, she, she did. Absolutely she nailed absolutely nailed that yellow. Did. So, she is an oil painting of a couple sitting in uh, little cafe seats uh, out front of the tavern part of the restaurant, which is called Salter's Very Good Food. Um, and Brian fell in love with that painting, so... Uh, we finally got it on Friday and I we actually took down another painting that another local artist had done kind of retired it for a little bit because we, we've had that one for a while and then put the um, the, the the oil painting in its place and it looks very nice so Sarah Cook she's got a lot of artwork there at the treasure chest um no cards, paintings, just she's very talented. I, I'm starting to really like her mm -hmm. for that type of medium. Uh, local artists. Um, Paula Van Valkenburg, she's the one that's been doing those poet or poetry. Pottery. Uh, she's the one that's got those beautiful um, mugs and I think there's uh, those little sponge holders like the one that we have on our sink that my friend Jamie did. Um, she's got a bunch of pottery there too, which is very beautiful. And I like her type of pottery. Um, it's very basic. It's not flashy, but it's, it's, it's beautiful. So there, she's got Paula Van Valkenburg and she's an Oxford artist. And then Rachel Bain. I love Rachel Bain. So Rachel Bain is from Trap, Maryland, 
which is just a little bit east of Oxford, between Oxford and Cambridge, off of Route 50. And Rachel, she's the one that makes the like the quilted crafts. She's one of the ones that makes the quilted crafts, but she makes these seagulls that are like shelf they're shelf sitters. They have rope legs and of course quilted feet, but they're just really, really neat, very whimsical. We have one. We call him Big Daddy, and he's got a red bandana around his neck. But the 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 fabric she uses to make the seagulls is is it's nautical, mostly nautical based. She also has a couple purses, and there's one there that she's had sitting for over a year, and I really want it, but the strap's not long enough. I feel like it would be such a you know, it would be definitely an impulse purchase, but I'd never, I'd end up never using it. But she has some handbags and some pouches and, and the big daddy um, seagulls. And she also makes a uh, little salty dog uh, pirates, little stuffed pirates for the kids. And Amy has, uh, my our daughter, she has a, a fox, because Rachel makes these too. Uh, the Oxford Fox. So the Oxford Fox is uh, fleece, arms, legs, head, tail, and then colored whatever uh, print fabric, and then embroidered big O, big X on the front. So that's the Oxford Fox, and that's Rachel Bain. Um, there's so many other artists there that I have not explored yet. Those are just a couple of my favorite ones. Um, Joan has also been able to procure some John Mole prints. John Mole was around in the uh, early 20th century, and he died in, what, 91, 1991? Um, we have a few of his uh, prints, and he does uh, prints of the, or he did sketching of the life in the, on the Eastern Shore, the Waterman uh, buildings. I have, uh, what do we have, the Oyster Pungy that's in color. His, he did not do a lot of color. So if you have a colored print from John Mole, then you've got a treasure. So, Mostly black and white. So, mm -hmm. yeah, local artists. Yes. And, love and, them. And I even procured one um, from Joan. Because Halloween's coming up, so I got my little fence post with the witch painted on it. Oh, yeah, and Joan herself is an artist. We have... What do we have from her? We've got two pieces of furniture from her. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, we have a table... It's it's a side table that's painted in this beautiful blue. It's called Mermaid. <laughs> and it has a crab stencil on it. And it's got a bottom shelf. And that sits flush against the wall. And then Brian fell in love with a side table that has a drawer in it with a shelf on the bottom. But the top of it is stained glass with a sailboat. And the, the, the table is white. But then the sailboat, it's like a stormy scene. Joan did all that herself. And what she does is she takes the old furniture, she'll buy it from estate sales or people will donate it, and she just basically gives it new life. She just finished a beautiful chair. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the, the um, furniture company that, that made the chair, and the, the maker's mark is on actually on the back of the chair, and she kept that as it was. Um, but that it's a captain's chair and it's just absolutely beautiful. I don't, I don't know if she has any more than just the one, but my goodness, she's so talented. She paints, she makes jewelry. I have a pair of her sea glass earrings that are brown sea glass with red wiring. So pretty. 
and she we have two of her paintings that are the oars so on either side of the on the wall on either side of the uh, Robert Morris painting by Sarah Cook we have two paintings by Joan that are oars different colored painted oars but each oar has a letter in it and they spell out Oxford and the paintings are not identical. They look identical at first glance, but the color of the oars are different on each painting. So we love those and we put those out and they just look really great where they are. And she also does cards. She does cards and she has the oyster, the little oysters that she did. It's so pretty. Uh, her name's Joan Newby Miskell and she's just wonderful. Okay. I'm think, sorry, I just can't that's say okay. enough about local artists. Support your local artists. They have art shows there all the time. Oh, cool. So, I think we're going to wrap it up soon. But to support them, let's go back and... Um, do you Can you recall the exact address of where Joan's shop is? Uh, or at least what street it's on. Well, there's only one street that goes in and out of Oxford, and that's Morris Street. Uh, when you go into Easton and you get on Easton Parkway you'll turn onto Oxford Road which is Route 333 and that goes into Oxford so when you get past the fire station the road splits you go off to the right and that's North Morris Street and she's down on the right hand side um, a few blocks uh, it's called the Treasure Chest in Oxford. The Mystery Loves Company bookstore is right across the street from her. Oxford Social Cafe is also across the street from her. Um, and the Oxford Market is next door on the other side of that little alley that goes past her place. So um, it's North Morris Street in Oxford. I don't remember the actual house number, which is unusual for me, right? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so I think that does about wrap it up for today. Quick reminder about everybody. Um, Hope Lutheran Church, we are having a yard sale October 9th. That's a Saturday from 8 to 2. 8 to 2. Yep. So come join us. Buy some stuff if you see anything you like. I may bring a couple of my personal poetry books that I written that I've written so um you can also support a local artist there right Jen yes because artists aren't necessarily just painters sculptors jewelry makers etc they it's are also, also the writers. writers yes just want to get that out there all right yes, that's and um, exactly right, maybe the next episode because I've been wanting to do this I'll read some of my poetry yes you've been promising our, our fan base poetry readings and I think they're anxious so we're we're about to yes our our four audience members are are waiting to listen to my poetry probably more than four I hope so well there will be give it some time yeah all right everybody have a great weekend great week and um we will be talking to you soon Bye. bye